morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Friends with me, Robert. With me, Pete. With me! She wants to run away. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So let's get straight into it. Alright. Question. Mm. Question of the day. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Uh, easy question. For me, empathetic mimicry. So what? Peter what? Petrelli. <laughs> what? Peter Petrelli, yeah. Peter Petrelli from, from Peter Heroes. Petrelli, yeah, from Heroes, yeah. Wait, wait, I've, I've forgotten. I know that he was wavy, but like He could copy anyone else's powers. As long as he's around you. Okay. Okay, but what happens if you're the only person in the world that's got a superpower then? I mean, that's cool. Then I, I, I'm not any different than anyone else. So you just wasted your chance to have a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> it's risk and reward, isn't it? If, if I'm the only one, then yeah, it's kind of a waste. If I'm not the only one, then I get everyone else's. Okay. What is this? I don't know you. I just got a spring of Iron Man on your sick pick. Like I said, I've, I've had time. What's yours? Um, this before you. This is how you know that I'm a bit of a nerd. But I've thought about this. <laughs> I've already got my plans. <laughs> but yeah, go through. Uh, probably, I don't know. This is hard. This is hard. Probably time manipulation. Okay. okay. <sighs> the thing with time manipulation, though, is there's always that risk, isn't it? There's always that flash kind of risk where doing something to the past just messes it up. Yeah, but that's why you only go back like 10 seconds or a day you don't go back <laughs> what's the years. point of that what's what a 10 seconds ago nah do you know what if, if you had time manipulation you would want to be able to test the limits of your ability you want to be able to say alright how how far can I push it could I go back and make Donald Trump not win it nah I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a man of simple taste I would go win the lottery every every week for a year <laughs> And they go live on the beach. That's the thing, though. That's the thing because you going back and knowing the lottery numbers, and then you choosing them, could that then have like you know that butterfly effect? Does that make sense? Like, could you affect the outcome and then change the outcome because you've gone and you know something in the past? No, because because me knowing what what have an effect on on the numbers being drawn. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. What's this? Um. I don't know. Um, I really don't know, you know. Um, I would want to be like some Rock Lee type guy. Some like. Rock Lee has powers. no power. I know, but he's like ninjutsu. I mean, taijutsu or smash, but I don't. I don't know. Um, Potentially like the seven, uh, six parts of pain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So six parts of pain was like elemental manipulation, wasn't it? It was gravity. He could manipulate. He could do everything. Souls. He could. Um, he could summon animals. He could. He could bring back the dead. He could like get rockets to come out from his body. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, he could just do anything. Do you know what? Yeah. It would be Peter beside me. And then you just copy it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. This is the thing. This is why my one, my one just sorts me out. Everything. Okay, follow up question. If you woke up one day and you found you had these superpowers, would you believe that these are powers that were granted you by God? Of course. 
the only way to go about it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if not, it's what the devil. Then I have to lose them. Nah, I'm alright. It's good. And would is there actually, any actually so? Actually, I'll, I'll stick with the six part. I was going to say um, Saitama, but... I'll, I'll, I'll stick, I'll stick. But Saitama, again, he doesn't have powers, does he? One Punch Man. No, but apparently... He does have powers. Apparently, he does. Apparently, um, the plot twists... This this is just speculation, but, like, I think there was, like, a god or something like that. Because you can't get that wham and hence over 100 plus stuff. 100 plus stuff. Yeah, you can't do it. So, apparently, there's, there's like, something that passed on the powers to him. Oh, right, and that's okay. why he lost his hair as well. No, no, no. But I don't it's know. A, it's a... It's a manga parody. It's like yeah, a, I, I thought I didn't think there was anything deep to it. I thought literally, oh yeah, you train hard, you you know, train so hard, you lose your hair. You're like One Punch Man all of a sudden. Well, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep it six, six plus. Yeah. Um, so if you woke up with superpowers one day, you you believe that they were from God? I would, I would have some major um, questions about it, like why, if there is like. Blah blah blah. But I would believe that it was given because you just don't wake up and you can. But how would you know, Peter? How would you know mm. if you woke up with these powers? Well, until I met someone that had powers, <laughs> I wouldn't know. That's the thing. Until I met someone that had powers, I wouldn't know. <laughs> that would be kind of random, you know. Yeah. Just and then you meet someone like, ooh, I feel strange. And you just pull out and make sure you're right. <laughs> how would you know? Because but they never explain that about Peter, Peter Trelli's power, do they? They just talk about he, however he feels around a person. He remembers that he can do what they do. Yeah. Wait. So can he do it even when a person's not there? Yeah. Swear yeah. Down. All he has to do is have met you and remember how he feels when he was around you. I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about this. Bit. I want that. One. But then his dad's power was a bit was a bit harsh as well because his dad could take your powers. So after his dad took his power. And then he kind of healed or something. He could only hold one power at a time. But That's mad. I want, yeah. I, no, I want Avatar. I'm there changing. No, exactly. No, it's cool, it's cool. It's cool, I'll stick with six power. But it's like, you... I'm still curious, like, how... If you just woke up with the power to copy other people's powers, how would you even know... What you can do, yeah. Until you've seen them do it, you don't. So even Peter Petrelli, there are things that, like Hero could do, that he found out later on, that Peter wouldn't know that he could be able to do, but he could do them. So I just have to like keep tabs on people. And social media, we document everything we do. I just follow everyone that has powers. Oh, I broke. Do you know what? Yeah. Something today. Oh, yeah, that would be kind of mad, you know. We let people know they Snapchat that they powers. No, everyone else can do their stuff, and then so now. I can copy your powers and then they'll think it's you because they don't know that I can copy powers. You thought about this way too much. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> <laughs> a bit too much. <laughs> How about yourself? If you woke up, Robert, if you woke up with these powers, Mommy. what would you think? What time manipulation powers? Yeah. Um, I think I tried them out for, for a bit first and then decided... Before you ask if they're from God or not. Yeah. <laughs> just to see... Yeah, just to see, like... Whether it's even worth asking, because I, I, I remember watching what, what was it, Misfits, mm-hmm. and then there was this guy whose powers he could manipulate milk. <laughs> if that was my power, I, I, I wouldn't even bother asking. 
No, but like, is that is that manipulate milk or manipulate like the calcium and stuff like that in milk? I think it was the milk, milk. and and then from that yeah. he was just like killing everyone who like drank milk by oh, like <laughs> making it go off. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But that's a crap power to have. So if if I had you that power, that, I really... he he was just resentful and bitter. <laughs> this is the power you give me. I'm just gonna kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. So after I, um, I tried that, my my power made a few billions. Stop. As you do. Made a few billions. Yeah. After then I start pondering. Um, <laughs> she's like, am I gonna get any attention? Alright, let me go back to the sauce. Well, I've, I've, I've never seen anything in the Bible that ascertains to time manipulation as such. But God is the author of, of time, so it's. Well, it goes to offer anything, so there's nothing that he could not do. But then it could be, you know, when you pray, like, uh, is it Joshua that prayed? Um, or, well, the sun was held in the sky yeah. for Israel to win the war, so that's kind of time manipulating. Mm. Holding time still. But, uh, but, but then that wasn't Joshua doing it, that was God that doing was God, it but through then there a prayer. Was, yeah, it's a prayer, so, you know, the prayer could be a conduit for that power. And like even um, Elisha stopping um, stopping the rain. Elijah, yeah, stopping the rain for um, three, so seven years. But it's almost, um, like that's that's storm, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. storm. If was if was a power like like healing people or bringing people back from the dead, Baymax and Tap. Then I then I would think, all right, this is from God because. I've seen stuff in the Bible where this has been done. But it seems those kind of powers, normally there's a bit of a caveat in that you normally don't heal people, you take their disease into yourself or something like that. Like there's always like a bit of a deep power mm. caveat with those kind it's of powers. It's not happened to Jesus when you. Yeah, but he said he bore our iniquities. Obviously, that. I mean, but yeah, that it, it wasn't in the so, same. I don't yeah. think it was the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to say that is more so. Um, Mommy. The price of sin. Yeah. Than physical, the actual sin. And it was also God's, uh, Jesus' authority. As well, over that, mm. over, over that, mm. the the consequence of sin in our lives. But it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't healing like that. It wasn't like Wolverine sort of healing, mm. or, or rogue sort of healing kind of thing. What if it was what if, if if it was a power like you could send people to hell as and when you please? Would you that use that power? So that wouldn't be from God. That would be from God. That would definitely not be from God because what the Bible says, God's. It's not God's will that any man should perish. So that would be from God. So would you use it? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you you cut me off in traffic. You're like, oh. I'm so petty. Would you actually use it? Oh yeah. I'd use it for a while and then I'd feel bad about it. But and if you tell them to hell, could you bring them back? No, no, no. What, what's, what's doing the hell? Doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd probably do it like two or three times and then feel bad about it. You know, I, I would have fun with that. You know? I'll be in church. <laughs> I'm hearing the preachers preaching, just turning south. Like, you to go to hell. <laughs> Do you think if you set someone to hell using that power, that would um, affect your chances of getting to heaven? Or do you think grace, grace covers that? <laughs> <laughs> grace covers me, but not that one person. That's grace. Um, I would question that. I would question what would be the implications of you telling this person to so that would lead me to where they get these powers from, what are the implications, blah, blah, blah. But as Peter said, I will have fun with it initially. And then when I realised that, yo, these people aren't coming back, you know, I'm like, nah, figure out. 
in terms of the conditions of this thing. Because um, if, if you just wake up with it, you're not going to know the limits, implications, anything like that. Until but why do you have to test the limits? What if you guys have tested the, 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 the limits? Why wouldn't you test the limits? Why would you have powers not because, know what because to go to? By, 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 um, by testing the limits, that's how irreversible things happen, and then you're like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah, whoops. you know. Whoops, No, but then I'll go to like dinosaurs to see if there were dinosaurs. Yeah, like, I might go see Jesus. I'm, I, I might go see Jesus and then go watch the crucifixion or something. Oh, I'm going to go watch the crucifixion. <laughs> it's just another event. But you can't stop the crucifixion. Otherwise. You can't. Do you know what? <laughs> Picture that you go, you go with Snapchat and you record it and then you come back and then you upload it. That would be crazy. <laughs> well, then there wouldn't be any doubt in people's minds. But people, oh, of course there would be. People yeah, wouldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so are there any superpowers you think could not be of good? Well, sending people to hell, definitely. It's not of good. Um, animating bones. Why is that not of good? Someone did that in the Ezekiel. Ezekiel put flesh back onto the bones. Yeah. But you're just animating bones. Yeah, why not? No, no, no. Why, but why is that specifically not of God? I don't think it's not of God. I just think it's just not. It's only because you've seen. It's only because you've seen it in horror movies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but picture that, like, what skeleton just walking through? Just, nah, I'm not on it. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. Um, creating life. Mm. Mm. Creating life. I don't think creating what, life. In what sense do you mean creating life? As in, um, creating life out of nothing like either boom there's a baby or taking dust and then bringing the baby out yeah. I don't think that's of God I mm-hmm. think creation in and of itself is something reserved for God mm. also because he's, ev- he's obviously reserved that for uh, procreation uh, mm-hmm. sex and stuff like that so okay which throws up um, a question about Artificial insemination and stuff. No, but it's still sperm and egg, mm-hmm. which yeah. has to be derived from a human being. Yeah, that's true. Like, in as much as the medium in which they are um, fertilised might not be the womb, as as always, it's still, the basic blocks are still from a man and a woman. Mm. It's, okay. it's what's happening with this whole 
three person babies and all of that nonsense that I, guess, I think eventually we'll go on to okay. something else. I guess what I'm saying is more along the lines of ex nihilo, so out of nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, PTSL, any powers that you think would not be awkward? Any sort of seductive powers, like, um, uh, what's it called? Is Poison Ivy seductive? No, she's, she flower power. Yeah, but then... But she is a seductive as well. Doesn't she use, like, some pheromones from sunflowers too? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything like that that incites lust in another person to the extent of overcoming their own personal inhibitions or anything that can't be awkward. So, so like anything up to that point is okay. No, no, no. Any lust in love itself because we're not supposed to lust. We're not supposed to look at anyone. And, Bye-bye. and um, you know, well, not supposed to. But God said, even if you are to look upon a woman lustfully, you already committed adultery with her. So, mm. anything that causes me to lust after you. Mm. It can't be of God. Um, yeah, I was going to say, to add to that, I don't think a power that induces love itself. Mm. Um, like all of these um, African herbal technologies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> herbal technologies. Yeah. Because um, again, it's, it's not genuine, it's not... A love potion, yeah. yeah. And when you see something that God himself would not do, that like God doesn't force us to yeah. love him, even though he can. You know, anything like that. So also, I guess then, like, tele- telepathy, where I can take over your body by thinking of it. I can't imagine that to be of God. Mm. Because, uh, yeah, again, that's me removing your free will. But what what about, like, in Exodus, where God... Was it Exodus? Mm. Where God hardened Pharaoh's heart? Yes. So there's debate on that as to whether that hardening was causative or permissive. Mm. I don't know if if we've had that conversation yeah, before. Yeah, I think we have. Yeah, and it's still something that I'm I'm trying to research or, or mm. read about. In. I think the way the manner in which I've been able to almost reconcile that thought um, through looking into it is more a case of we're left to our own devices. Our natural disposition is is sin. We we like we choose out of evil. Anything not done in faith is sin. So all of our options are outside of faith are evil. Um, and the only reason that we aren't as bad as we can be is almost the hand of God. So as the hand of God is removed, we're kind of swayed more towards that to the evil side. So I think it is. Um, passive in terms of God just removed his hand and allowed him to rebel against them even more yeah. and then almost brought his hand back to say alright cool they can go mm. and removed his hand to be like no bring them back mm. so yeah it was just like allowing him to do what he wanted to do in the first place so, rather than causing him to do but then why did it say that God hardened his heart when he did it that's the translation though yeah. that's the translation that's what you have to know about the Hebrew language and the Greek language of course but the Hebrew language has so many different tenses and ways of putting things that if you, it's it's always worth actually like researching what the Hebrew itself says because the translation sometimes can be lacking and that they can just say he hardens his heart but then what it actually means is, is something slightly different. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say as well in the um, to the extent of uh, it, it kind of raises the question as to when you look at Christ and Christ kind of you know, he, he kind of seemed like he had superpowers, you know, to the extent where 
and the the rabbis closer to his time that refused to believe him as a messiah believed him as a sorcerer because he he evidently had powers he had you know um in, in after his resurrection he virtually had uh teleportation mm-hmm. as well um apart from you know yeah literally being raised from the dead but then for him to say that all the things that we saw him do we were doing more it kind of you know the whole idea of superpowers kind of raises the question in the Christian's mind as to how practical the supernatural should be in our lives mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and like how we don't see that now because we're just looking for an ATM kind of God. Trials and tribulations double. Everyone quiet. I would think that my want of time manipulation wouldn't be all good. Because for me to manipulate time would mean that what I think, so, so like, like me being able to go back and change something mm. is better than what God originally planned mm. to, to, to happen. Mm. Mm. Which is, but yeah, that's that's a good point. I still go for the billions though, and then pray for forgiveness afterwards. <laughs> as long as you pay tax on it, I pay tax. <laughs> Wait, no wait. one will complain about, about no, those tax. Wait, so hold on, yeah. No one will complain. <laughs> They won't even ask you how you got it. So, oh, you pay your tithes. That's very good. You know the one where it's like, we need a new roof. Let's, mm. let's go ask Robert. Mm. He, he's, he's a God-fearer. You know what, yeah? Because I've, I've got time manipulation powers, I even know you need a new roof before you come and ask me. Because I, I would have seen it. Done, got the money. So what, you go to the future as well? Oh, no, I don't go to... Um, no. Because that's a bit... So you'd wait for them to come ask you, then you rewind time. Yeah. To before they ask you. Get the money ready. Get the money ready. And they'll come. You don't have to say a thing. Here's the word. No, no. Say <laughs> so all my days, he's prophetic. <laughs> That's it, you know. You proper like, hear it, rewind time, get the money, and then you come to him and say, God told me to give you this for the roof. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that before God comes and smites me. <laughs> I'll just say, fam. I know you have need of a roof. But say, how do you know? I say, don't worry. I just, just know that I know. Here's the money. And here's a bit extra for the patio as well. This <laughs> guy. I remember writing. I know you like snap. <laughs> I remember. I remember writing an article comparing like superheroes to people in the Bible. Yeah, I think I remember that. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was fun. But like, we don't. Why? Why do you think we don't see that as much? Apart from the whole ATM thing, like, or should we see it? Should we see? Christians doing like extraordinary stuff like on supernatural I don't think we should because what? because of the world we live in um, the focus would be on that person and not on God I definitely feel so like um, even now there's no supernatural powers but people will idolise like these worship leaders or these like figures of authority mm-hmm. um, as opposed to worshipping God mm-hmm. even though they, they might say that they're, they're worshipping God through this person Really, truthfully, yeah, really, truthfully, they worship with this person, trying to um, become what this person is, instead of trying to be what God is. Mm. I think as well, there's an element of fault being with that person. Um, I have seen individuals who do not necessarily supernatural, but like solid teachings and stuff, who are adamant. Don't look at me. I'm giving you the tools to be able to. I'm giving you the tools that I have found beneficial. 
when studying so that you can go studying, you can dig in and you can be that brewery and you can actually search the scriptures and find out what I'm saying, if it's true or not. And when they are sharing what they've studied, they're like, well, this, this is like what I have discovered from studying. So you go find out yours. And there's almost that always shift on go to God, go to mm-hmm. God, go to God. Mm. Um, when you have guys who almost present it as I am giving you the truth. Mm. Everything is, I am the fountain of truth. Mm. Come to me for everything. I'm just like, that's an issue there. I will, I know Peter's Peter's gonna hate this, but I'm gonna call out one name. Jeez, call it. Simply because, yeah, like. Call out two or three even. The the guy jars me to the max. And I know that I've got, we've got a, a decent Nigerian following. So they might, like, stone me when they hear it, but Pastor Chris, that guy jars me to the max. Who's Pastor Chris? Dude, I'll show you after. What's his last name? Christ Embassy? Christ Embassy. Yeah. Christ Embassy. Go look him up. Peter has just given me as well. You've mentioned his name. Come on. Christ you know Embassy. Like, yeah. I, I, I've got boys who go to his church and like they swear by him. And that's the issue. They swear by him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, rock, come on. Um, Where's this church? Everywhere. He's got branches, on it? Everywhere. Oh. Um, but why? Why? Why do you? Why because every everything that I have seen of him mm. has always been an elevation of him. There, there are Facebook pages and in Instagram pages dedicated to just idolizing him, where they're like, um, "Daddy Chris, you have changed my life." No, Jesus changed your life, yeah. and it's just like so. Even the the people's response to him yeah. is almost as though like. He has almost reached a God status. All right, so I'm not defending Pastor Chris yet because mm-hmm. I, I I get what you mean, and and to be honest, I see that a lot with not just him but with with some pastors mm-hmm. where, you know, there's so many people that will put him the pastor or him the person on this level, mm-hmm. you know, and it's almost like one um, maybe barometer you can use is if that pastor should fall. How does that affect your faith? Mm-hmm. And if it affects your faith, then you believed in the pastor, not in the God yeah. that he preached, but it's it's also a case where like with some they're not asking for that kind of recognition they're not asking for that kind of um idolizing yeah they're, they're preaching and they're you know they're telling you that this is from god or this is from the word of god and you go and search and everything but sometimes people as yeah. well yeah we we also at fault yeah. in, in sense. and that's not in defense of us mm-hmm. because i completely see and and i can't argue with what you're saying i see it i see it a lot with even when you see like some of his pastors and they all have the same haircut as him, it's like, <laughs> like really, There's like, what, what's, what's going on, you know? But yeah, and it's like one thing that I'll say as well is that um, I haven't, I haven't like dived in depth to his work and stuff, mm. but everything that I have seen of him almost encourages him. Mm. Um, mm. There's always that sort of pomp and glamour and almost like an elevation of him. In all that I have seen, anyways, I might have missed the ones that show otherwise. Mm. But all that I have seen of him, it's not necessarily that I have got issues with what he's preaching in and of itself. But even the way that he presents mm. himself, it, it's there's a lot of flair and a lot of pomp and a lot of yeah. And it's just like a lot of the people that I know who follow him, when I'm almost addressing. Um, seeking God for God and not necessarily the blessings and stuff they present his messages as a counter 
argument mm. as well did you know this did you know that did you know this like um, a king presented all of his things before God and said God I've done all of this for you and God gave him 15 more years did you know how much Jesus' garment that he wore when he died do you know how much it cost it cost a whole load of money and I'm like that argument makes no sense it, it has no relevance to what I'm saying mm. but it's like they present all of these things and they present it as something that they have been taught by him yeah. as to a justification I mean uh, even that thing with the king because I've, I've heard this as well in my church and you guys know my church yeah. church of Pentecost uh, <laughs> <laughs> even, even with that you know I've heard that whole um, I think is it Agor Agrippa or something mm-hmm. who uh, said to God you know look at all the things I've done and God gave him more time mm-hmm. and they were like yeah do things for God so that when you when he says something you can then argue with it because you've done things and like okay but what was his end how did that story end because it ended with him in the worst place and Israel worse off mm-hmm. than if he had died when he was supposed and to die. It's like, fundamentally, you're trying to say, mate, you know better, better than, than God. God. And this, this is the thing, like, whenever I hear people talk about praying and changing God's mind or something, or, you know, God has said something, but if you don't want it, then you pray and then you, you know, you change it. I'm like, under what circumstances, in what world do you have a better idea than what God has, even if it's me dying tomorrow? How is me thinking that me living to the next day is any better than me dying tomorrow if that's what God says? For you to be able to change God's mind is to take take away from his um, omnipotence and his his all-knowingness. You see, that's the thing. For me, there, it's not necessarily um, taken away from me. It's just playing into um, that that love. And again, this is where Mo will hate me. That sovereignty that I think he gives us over our lives. In the sense of he gives us free will to decide on certain things. And it's like with Israel, when they wanted a king for themselves, even though God wanted to be their king, he kind of almost submitted to mm-hmm. them. And I don't see that as taken away from his power. He could have just gone like, all, right, all of you guys shut up. Those of you that want the king don't into the ground. Shut up. <laughs> Some storms he starts playing. You know, he could have done that. But I completely see it as, you know, as that benevolent father when mm-hmm. the prodigal son goes to his father and says give me my inheritance now mm-hmm. you know he's essentially saying give me what it would what you would give me when you're dead so to me you're dead mm-hmm. the father could have said well no i'm not dead i'm not going to give it to you but the father still gave it mm-hmm. to him and it, I, it it doesn't make the father any less powerful mm-hmm. for me it just plays or into any or any less alive exactly it just it just plays into that kindness and that kind of vulnerability that mm-hmm. comes with loving someone um, and loving someone perfectly as well mm. loves us. Um, um, sorry, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying because mm. I almost see it in like um, a two-track mind mm. um, in terms of God's sovereignty, absolute control of absolutely everything, mm. and then His providence, His hand guiding hand in the day-to-day activities. Mm. So it's like um, providence might be like, all right, cool. I want you to. Um, not sin, mm. and you still do it. Okay, no, that's that's not a good example. Um, sovereign in his sovereignty, he, he knows everything that is going to happen. Mm. But in providence, he works with us. Mm. So it isn't just him exerting his sovereignty over every single minute detail of our life, yeah. um, which he does. But it's a case of there's providence at work within that mm. where. It's almost like a partnership where it's like, 
the Holy Spirit dwells in us and we submit to the Holy Spirit and we respond to the Holy Spirit and we actually, he says, um, come up here and think with me, like reason with me, Isaiah. So he's actually inviting us into, into a relationship where we get to exchange ideas, even though we know that his is much greater than ours. Um, so there's that fellowship, there's that relationship that goes on. And in that relationship, it, there is like honour. Um, not honour and... Um, Ah, respect the way. or reverence. Respect. It's, it's like there, there's a... He honours what, what we ask mm. and what mm. we kind of come to him for. Mm. Um, in his sovereignty, he already knows everything and how it's going to play out and all of that already. But in his providence, he still honours it and he still kind of responds to us in a way that a loving father would. Mm. Um, so I, for me, both of those grant me like absolute assurance and faith in him. I know that you know everything, so I can trust you in everything, but I know that if I come to you with an issue... You are going to hear me out. Yeah. I think what, what I wanted to add as well is, like, you know, going back to the question that we are uh, opposed to Robert, is I, I actually believe that the supernatural should be so um, infused in the believer's life. Like, I, th- I feel like we should, we should experience it so much that it becomes normal to us. And the reason I say that is, um, you know, like Christ saying, you know, signs and wonders shall follow those who believe. Um, and, and Christ even saying that the things that he's done we will do the difference I see is because you still had that same problem with Paul where it was easy for people to say I'm a follower of Paul or I'm a follower of Apollo um, as opposed to we're followers of Christ you know empowered by Christ and his spirit and I think the practicality of the Holy Spirit you know in, if, if I'm to say knowing what's going to happen is precognition or um, you know, what what would you say? Um, Foresight. Yeah, but what's the what's the like mutant power for it? I guess it's precognition, isn't it? It's just precognition. Premonition. premonition or something like that. Then Christians should have premonition because of word of wisdom or word of mm. knowledge. Like we should know those things because that's a gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you're going to have that argument as to whether or not the gifts of the Holy Spirit apply to us, or if they only apply to the apostles, that's a different argument. Mm. I believe they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so when I it, again, it's not of me. It's not like you know, I go into some mode and I'm able to see the future. But in communion with the Holy Spirit and He guiding me, you can call that precognition. You know, because I didn't know that this was going to happen. But the Holy Spirit said I should do something now that then facilitated whatever happened was happening. Um, or healing or, um, you know, extraordinary strength. Why can't, you know, whatever it is, when it, if it's um, in honor of God, then He will provide it. And God, I, what I see from the Bible is God is more than happy to break the rules of physics or break the rules of um, chemistry or anything when it honors his name, when it glorifies his name. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think the believer should experience that day to day now. Because of our selfish um, our selfish ways, sometimes we just want to see that in getting money or in getting blessed. But if it's really for the benefit of the brethren, then it's me seeing that this guy is going through depression before he even realizes it because I've got word of knowledge about mm-hmm. what he's going through and speaking into his life or it's God speaking a certain word at a certain time that I need to hear for what's going on in my day to day so I believe that that supernatural should be our normality it should be our normality and also that then goes to show to someone else that doesn't believe that well this guy's got he's tapped into something else what is that other thing he's tapped into Mm -hmm. and allows them to ask about it because the spiritual is there and there are people with spiritual powers that are not of God. Mm-hmm. Like there's dark, there's the dark side. There's the evil. There's the devil. 
but then there's also Christ and like we need to display him as well yeah I, I'll definitely echo what Peter was saying in that Bible says those who are led by the spirit of God or the sons of God mm. and that leadership isn't just um, like one moment it's who are continually led mm. and I don't believe that we can be continually led without by the Holy Spirit without seeing supernatural because the Holy Spirit is supernatural mm. um, so I guess, yeah. I guess the question is when you talk about supernatural are we talking like being able to make fire come from your hand or like you're talking about um, um, like the healings and the premonition stuff let's talk about fire because someone pointed out that when Elijah called down fire for the servants of Baal um, and asteroids came from the heavens, uh, I think there was like archaeological evidence of that part of wherever it was suffering a meteorite shower. Um, and the point that the guy was making was God set those stones in motion however many years before because normally meteors would come from like Saturn or whatever. And it so turned out to be coincidentally when Elijah called down those stones or those uh, meteorites from heaven. So I, I completely believe that when we're talking supernatural things, we're talking, and this is the thing, anything in the Bible, like it has to be within the Bible or within the scope of the Bible. So I'm not talking... Flying. Well, even with flying, because Christ flew. Kind of. <laughs> no, 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 not, not that. But like uh, with, with stuff like... I'm trying to think of maybe a power that is like like we were saying wouldn't be of God, you know, killing someone just sending him to hell or something like that or necromancy or something like that. Those things can't be of God because those things are clearly sorcery. When I'm talking supernatural, I'm talking the things we see God do, the things we see in the Bible, the things we see God capable of. Uh, I'm talking seeing those things in the day to day, but again, where it's not for our personal benefit, it's for God's glory. Mm -hmm. That's the caveat. Is it won't be for personal benefit, it will be for God's glory. It just so turns out that more often than not, what is for our good is for His glory as well. Do you think you're at a place where if you had the ability to do such things, it, it would be for God's glory and, and, like, and it wouldn't go to your head? Oh no, I don't think you ever get to a place where that's it. Yeah. there's not the risk of it going to your head. I think whoever will say yes, whoever will say yes to that question is being prideful right there and then there's an element of pride there say yes I'm going to live selflessly for God obviously if if I pray for someone and the person is like broken arm and it snaps in up like I pray for this person it's like obviously it might not be that like ecstatic or whatever but we'll be like wow I pray for this person there's always an element of something like well, like God chose me sort of thing in here. It's almost like... So pride is something that we have to constantly... You can never say, I've gone rid of a pride. Now, that pride in something was even... When, when the devil chooses to use that to tempt God in terms of Jesus, if you are the son of God, mm-hmm. then, do, then you know that pride is something unique in that it's, it's a dangerous thing that anyone can fall mm-hmm. to. And I think, as you said, the second that you think you can't, you're probably already there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know that you're about to say something along the lines of of what that you you think you can get to that stage. Oh no! no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm one of the worst guest individuals ever in the world, and I take pride in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Let's round up, uh, guys. Tell us what your 
um, proper superhero power would be. Hopefully, it's a godly superpower, <laughs> not not spitting fire. <laughs> if any, if anyone says adamantium cloth like Wolverine, just watch Logan. Then that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, Shout tags. Out. Tags. I've been on this for so long. <laughs> I was looking for the word. Tags. Shout out to Partners in Rhyme for the intro and outro music. Partnersinrhyme.com. Calvin Turner for the ordering your maiden logo. Bro, bro. You can find us on soundcloud.com forward slash Blacksmith's Furnace. You can find us on all good podcast websites. Search for the Blacksmith's Furnace with an apostrophe. 19s. Uh, crap, my man's got black. Um, hotmail.co. No, it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> TBS Furnace at hotmail.co.uk. Uh, the hot co- co- TBS Furnace at hotmail.com. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's all the sugar this morning. Um, this guy had four donuts for breakfast. Hey, that's not for the podcast. <laughs> you because... into... Yeah, I told right. you I'm taking a break today. <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> Breaking proper. <laughs> at the Furnace UK. Um, yeah, share, like, comment, <laughs> join the conversation. I also wanted to like I um, apologize. It's been a bit of a bit of inconsistency of the past couple of months where the episodes coming out. I think there's two weeks where episodes didn't well not two weeks consecutively, but two occasions where episodes didn't come out. That's because I was getting uh, I was getting hitched. Jeez. So that's why um, that part of it is done for now. The traditional engagement. There will be another. There will be another break <laughs> in August <laughs> when I'm catching whoa, up. Whoa, whoa! Anyway, <laughs> let's cut it right there. Let's keep this PG. Thank you very much. Yeah. So yeah, this has been the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blow.